Hello and welcome to Formosa News. I'm Ken Lee. For our top story today, the Caribbean country of Guyana has withdrawn its agreement for Taiwan to open a representative office in its capital. The move came just hours after Taiwan announced its new office in Guyana, drawing objection from Beijing. China's foreign ministry spokesman condemned Guyana, demanding that it correct the error to eliminate, quote, negative effects. President Tsai had announced it on her Facebook, emphasizing that Taiwan is willing to make friends with the world. But less than one day later, the Taiwan office in Guyana is no more. We hope the relevant party will abide by the One China principle, refrain from any form of official exchanges and establishment of official institutions with Taiwan, take concrete actions to correct the error and eliminate the negative effects. China's foreign ministry condemned Guyana in no uncertain terms. Soon after, Guyana issued a press release underscoring its compliance with the One China policy. It said that the Guyana government had not established diplomatic relations with Taiwan. Due to the miscommunication of the agreement signed, it said that the agreement was terminated. In response to the Chinese government's bullying and suppression of Taiwan's international space and its people's participation in international affairs, we express our strongest dissatisfaction and condemnation. The Chinese government's way of saying one thing and doing another will only highlight its evil nature and alienate people on both sides of the strait. Some believe China had used COVID vaccines as leverage against Guyana. On Wednesday, Guyana's foreign minister Hugh Todd posted photos of a meeting with Chinese diplomat Chen Shilai. Todd said China had approved its donation of 20,000 COVID vaccines. He said he thanked Chen on behalf of Guyana and that the vaccines are expected to ship as early as March. In Guyana's population of 800,000, there are currently 7,780 confirmed cases. Not long ago, Chinese leader Xi Jinping vowed to the international community that China would never bully the weak. This Guyana incident flies in the face of Xi Jinping's words. He uses human lives as a bargaining chip as he plays a dark political game. The international community should speak out together in condemnation. President Tsai posted again to Facebook, stressing that Taiwanese will not bow to adversity and will unite to win the support of the international community. The vaccine allocation program COVAX has released a forecast of how many doses each country can expect in the coming months. But Taiwan is nowhere to be found. Addressing the issue, the health minister said Friday that Taiwan isn't named because it's not a member of the UN. Taiwan will be among the first to get vaccines from COVAX, taking delivery of shipments starting the end of February. The vaccines can be administered as early as March. As everyone is aware, once our shipment of vaccines is received, it still has to go through the FDA for testing to confirm that it is safe to use. So it will take about a month or so before we can start vaccinating people. However, we will be looking at each area of the country. For example, things are more tense right now in Taoyuan. That doesn't mean we will send the whole shipment to Taoyuan, but it will receive a comparatively larger proportion. Health Minister Chen Shizhong said the first vaccines will be administered to health care workers and frontline personnel in the central and local government. The incoming vaccines, which are made by AstraZeneca, do not require ultra-cold storage, allowing more flexibility in distribution. 
Now on to the markets, which closed out the year of the rat on a high note. The Taiwan Stock Exchange rallied on Friday, led by tech heavyweights like TSMC, to close just above 15,800 points. Looking back, it's been a good year for the index as a whole, which rose by nearly 30 percent. But most of this massive gain was powered by several big tech stocks, leaving 70 percent of listed companies with a loss. On the last trading day in the year of the rat, retail investors came dressed to strike it rich. The floor is a sea of red shirts, red sweaters, and even red face masks. On this final day, the weighted index pressed full steam ahead. TSMC rose 0.8 percent to close at 632 NT. UMC gained 1.93 percent, and ASE jumped 7.98 percent following a strong earnings report. Good news on the vaccine front gave a lift to Oneness Biotech and Medigen vaccine, sending them up 10 percent. Buying excitement spilled over to electronic stocks Novatech Microelectronics and Fitapower Integrated, as well as entertainment firms like YE International Digital, which reached limit up. Electronic stocks still saw gains, continuing on their rally on the last session before the trading holiday. The TIEX closed up 0.61 percent at 15,802 points on Friday. Looking back on the past year, it rose by 3,683 points, or more than 30 percent. Overall market value increased by 13.65 trillion NT. This means that on average, each investor placed about 1.2 billion NT in stock funds. But the market's gains were not evenly distributed. Out of all of Taiwan's listed companies, only 25.6 percent outperformed the market. More than 70 percent of listed companies are ending the Lunar New Year with a loss. It's not that every stock has risen, only the ones like TSMC. The money all went to big investors. Retail investors only made some loose change. TSMC accounted for nearly 80 to 90 percent of the market's gains in 2020. The other companies on the market didn't fare so well. For the first half of the year, the situation will be about the same. Investors who didn't get lucky in the year of the rat say they're looking forward to landing their windfall next year. Business and government leaders of Taiwan and the U.S. spoke over a teleconference on Friday. Afterward, Taiwan's economics minister said that the discussion centered on supply chain cooperation. She said U.S. business leaders called on Washington officials to join and to help Taiwan join the CPTPP with a comprehensive and progressive agreement for Trans-Pacific Partnership. Given the importance of the semiconductor industry, we also discussed the need for the U.S. to invite Taiwan and South Korea to the CPTPP. It was also brought up numerous times that there should be a Taiwan-U.S. free trade agreement. U.S. government and non-government officials also expressed thanks to Taiwan for helping to tackle the auto chip shortage. Actually, the core of the discussion was cooperation through the entire supply chain. Economics Minister Wang Meihua said there was no mention of a quid pro quo of auto chips for COVID vaccines during Friday's meeting. Instead, the discussion focused on how the two sides could enhance bilateral investment. After 30 years of diplomatic relations with Taiwan, St. Vincent and the Geraldines officially opened its first embassy in Taipei in 2019. For most of the news, reporter Stephanie Yang caught up with the Caribbean island nation's ambassador to Taiwan, Andrea Bowman, to learn more about her work on the bilateral relationship. 
place it in the blender. Ambassador Bowman joined St. Vincent and the Grenadines Minister Council, Elroy Wilson, in making fried chicken at a Caribbean restaurant in Taipei. First, they add spring onions, hot pepper, garlic, salt, and water into the blender. Once it's all mixed together, the seasoning for the St. Vincent fried chicken is ready. Ambassador Bowman pours the seasoning into the chicken to marinate it. After that, they mix the flour and chicken, and then fry the chicken. After it's fried, the chicken is sprinkled with lettuce, onions, and tomatoes. This is the traditional fried chicken of St. Vincent and Grenadines. Not only do they create the kind of seasoned effect that we want and then lend to the particular taste that we like, but it's also very healthy. It's also very healthy, it's also very fresh. This year, 2021, is 40 years of our diplomatic relations with Taiwan and we intend to celebrate. St. Vincent and the Grenadines established diplomatic ties with Taiwan 40 years ago and it opened its first Asia embassy in Taiwan in 2019. Bowman is the embassy's first ever ambassador. Before she took up her post, she was a high school principal. She says her first goal is to further bilateral ties in the realm of education. To date now we have had 201 Vincentian students who have come to Taiwan and who have received tertiary education. I was a principal, a school principal for 13 years. I've been a teacher all my life. <laughs> um, those skills that I gained from having been an administrator helped us a great deal in being able to get our embassy started and going. The first Pirates of the Caribbean movie was filmed in St. Vincent and the Grenadines. One of her goals as ambassador is to invite more Taiwanese to visit her beautiful home country, which boasts 32 islands and keys. You see, the thing about St. Vincent and the Grenadines, as I keep saying, is 32 islands and keys. So you do get 32 islands and keys for the price of one. Our Kingstown, our, our, our capital city, is referred to as the city of arches. And that's because of the, partly because of the colonial heritage where a number of the buildings were built with arches. This is, I think, is another of the reasons why Pirates of the Caribbean, you know, they came to film in St. Vincent because there's so much of 17th century England and so on that you would find in our buildings and in a lot of our architecture. Bowman also hopes to strengthen cultural ties between Taiwan and St. Vincent and Grenadines. She's visited several local schools where she mentors students and introduces them to her country. As ambassador to Taiwan, Bowman hopes to deepen the strong bilateral relationship, helping the two cultures learn from each other and grow together. For Mosa News, Stephanie Yang, Chen Bohan in Taipei. A Catholic priest in Pingdong is working hard on round two of his drive to donate masks to Italy. Father Kelogiero Orifiema was born in Sicily and now serves Catholic believers in Pingdong's Donggang Township. His efforts to help relieve the pandemic in Sicily led the island's local bishop to announce he will visit Taiwan when COVID is passed. Dozens of boxes are piled high in the church office. They've been collected thanks to the generosity of the Taiwanese public. After sorting through a large batch of masks, Father Kalogira Orifiyama holds up a sign that bears a Taiwan flag and the slogan, Taiwan is helping. It will be sent almost 10,000 kilometers to recipients in the Italian region of Sicily. Uh, 
they have serious problems there. One is that the masks are expensive, and lots of people don't have any work, so they don't have any income. So we collected these masks to help my home country. These are the receipts of shipments we already sent. Father Orifiyama has served believers in Taiwan for over 20 years. Now stationed in a Catholic church in Pingdong, he could only watch from afar as the pandemic worsened in Italy and overwhelmed his native Sicily. Then he began a fundraising project on Facebook, asking friends in Taiwan to donate masks to help out. People donated from all over Taiwan. The last one was from Ilan. Taiwanese people are very passionate and compassionate. The bishop there spoke with a Republic of China ambassador. He said he's willing to come to Taiwan when the pandemic is over, especially to thank us. He'll come to Taiwan. This is already Orifiyama's second big round of fundraising after a first stint in the early days of COVID. His efforts have forged a real bond between the people of his homeland and his adopted community in Taiwan. Each spring, cherry blossoms bloom around Danshui's Tianyuan Temple, drawing people from near and far. Despite the pandemic, this year is no exception. The temple asked families not to come see the blossoms this year and instead look at photographs online. But its request has fallen on deaf ears. The temple is now enforcing temperature screenings and requiring the use of face masks, hoping that these precautions will keep everyone safe. The cherry trees are in full bloom, and parents with little ones in tow are out to enjoy the weather and take in the blossoms. In front of every tree are people posing for photos. There is plenty of sunlight today, so the cherry blossoms appear very bright. I knew the cherry trees at Tianyuan Temple had blossomed, and I thought the setting would be very fitting. I'd always wanted to come here and take pictures, so I took advantage of this opportunity. The cherry blossoms at Tianyuan Temple always draw huge crowds, but with the pandemic still in full swing, some are worried the crowds could be a risk for an outbreak. The temple has posted on Facebook asking people not to come this year and instead to enjoy photos of the blossoms online. I think most of the public has been doing a great job with pandemic measures. The temple is taking people's temperatures at the entrance and asking everyone to wear masks. Hand sanitizer and a thermal imaging camera greet visitors at the temple's entrance, and temple staff is on hand for crowd control. The temple has been unable to keep crowds at bay, but it has not missed a beat with its pandemic measures. With Spring Festival fast approaching, the holiday's weather forecast is starting to solidify. Starting Wednesday, the first day of the public holiday, a cold front is set to deliver rains in most parts of Taiwan. That's to be followed by strong seasonal winds that will bring sporadic showers and low temperatures to the north and the northeast. But don't despair. The weather is expected to dry up starting next Saturday, opening up a short window for outdoor excursions. The sun is shining bright and there is a cool breeze, but this beautiful weather isn't here to stay. Next Wednesday, February 10th, a cold front is expected to blow in, bringing rain and cooler temperatures across most of the country. Across northern Taiwan, daytime temperatures will range from 15 to 22 degrees Celsius and 17 to 24 degrees in the eastern half of Taiwan. The central and southern regions may see temperatures as high as 27 degrees. Although the cold front is only expected to linger for a day, northeasterly winds will blow in from the 11th to the 14th. 
Windward parts of the north and northeast could see sporadic showers and temperatures as low as 13 degrees. The central and southern regions could see short periods of precipitation in cloudy skies. On the 10th, we will see the effects of the cold front, so precipitation is very likely. Showers and thunderstorms are possible throughout the country. After the 13th, the chance of precipitation will slowly decrease. We'll start to get weather that's better for outdoor excursions. Be sure to seize the chance to head out when the weather is good, but take care to avoid traffic pitfalls. 24 sections of road are expected to see heavy traffic, including Provincial Highway 21 near Sun Moon Lake, the Green Tunnel along Provincial Highway 3, and the area around Jan Fu Sun Fancy World theme park, as well as other major tourist sites. 在今年的春节哈，也开放了这个苏花改的这个呃路肩。Over the Lunar New Year holiday, we will be opening up the improved Suhua Highway to intercity buses. Our main goal is to open up the whole stretch of highway so that we can cut down travel time. Due to the ongoing pandemic, many people are expected to travel in their own vehicles. Transport Minister Lin Jialong forecasts that the roads will be under high stress, leading to tremendous traffic over the holiday. Drivers are asked to pay attention to high occupancy vehicle restrictions on freeways and to check traffic conditions before heading out. In 2019, Taipei Zoo stepped in to adopt six common marmosets smuggled illegally into Taiwan. At the time, the baby monkeys were just 10 days old and emaciated by their treatment. Now they're going from strength to strength. Two of the six have even graduated from marmoset kindergarten and joined the junior animals group. Let's go and meet them for ourselves. He cocks his head left, then right, following a finger with his eyes. These two little guys, Yoga and Chef, were separated from the mum at birth, but zookeepers at Taipei Zoo have raised them up happy and healthy. We adopted them, altogether six common marmosets that were smuggled in. We've been working very hard every day. At first, we had to feed them a whole day's worth of milk five or six times a day to grow them up. These six marmosets were discovered at the Taiwan Taoyuan International Airport in 2019. They were just 10 days old and no bigger than the palm of your hand. For three months, vets and conservationists were on 24-hour relay shifts to feed the babies by hand. Now they're safely grown up, and Yoga and Chef have been able to move into the junior animals area. You can imagine how, if the flight, or if their time waiting in transport, or the plane or whatever gets drawn out longer, the little guys get terribly weak. When we first saw them, it was basically emergency room time, seeing what had to be done straight away. The common marmoset's biggest distinguishing feature is the white ears and forehead splotch. Adults' bodies grow no longer than 16 or 21 centimeters long, but the tails can stretch out up to 30 centimeters. It's really worth celebrating that these individuals aren't under any suspicion of carrying infectious diseases. We need to adjust our conservation ideas so that we don't give easy chances to criminal groups seeking to profit from smuggling animals. These little fellows should never have been brought to Taiwan, but thankfully, now they're here, they're in good hands. If you'd like to meet the happy little creatures for yourself, it's time to schedule a visit to Taipei. Zoo.